0: Let's talk to Kevin Albright. He is the head coach of the Founding Fathers. Coach Albright, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Well, what do you see so far from
1: your team? Uh, I love the energy we're playing with. It's great to just have these guys back in the gym uh, playing together. So I'm excited to get to Sunday. It's good to play against ourselves and some of these guys that came out to help us out. Um, But to see another opponent, one that we've kind of scouted and prepped for is exciting you know we're ready to get to them yeah absolutely
0: how challenging is it as a as a coach Um, again these guys are are veterans they're playing overseas a lot of them right now but how how challenging is it not to to be able to have a ton of practice time going into a one and done scenario is that is it nerve-wracking is it challenging it's a little bit challenging but these guys are
1: elite basketball minds they know how to play they've played before they're comfortable with each other um, so they pick up right where they left off on the court. So I would love to coach these guys year round. <laughs> uh, truth be told, but uh, they get right back to it. And like I said, they all know how to play at a really, really high level. So they step on the court and they can read each other pretty well and get to their spots. I love these to the guys. Actions. Did play
0: with each other before, so again, they know each other fairly well. Talking to Dre and, and Ron, it's just <laughs> it's like riding a bike. When they get on the floor together, they kind of read each other. But you know. How, take me back to your days at JMU and and being a student manager, and did you ever think something like this would be possible? Absolutely not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I loved every minute I spent there. Um, Again, these guys are great personalities, so we had some great experiences. I never would have thought this, and I was always familiar with TBT, Mm -hmm. but uh, once we left, me and Joe kind of talked about getting a team together. We tried for a few years uh, unsuccessfully, and then last year we got in, so for last year to become a reality, and then this year to kind of take the next step and have a training camp and things like that is just awesome. It's awesome. going say
0: how, how big was that? Is that to have that training camp to get some work in before you guys play on Sunday? I think it's huge. I think it's a big help for us, even just personality-wise. You know, right. it's not
1: like you just get off a plane or guys come from all over the country and uh, all right, we got to go play. You know, just to be able to have meals and be around each other and no personalities,
0: and <laughs> it, it's good. It's been good. I'm sure last year was a challenge, wasn't it? Just You just kind of show up and play? Yeah, it was <laughs> tough. It was tough. We, we put up a good fight. You did. Uh,
1: unfortunately, we didn't come out with the W, but uh, I was super impressed with what they did given the
0: circumstances where they yeah. just come together and play. We're talking to Kevin Albright. He's the uh, head coach of the Founding Fathers. They'll get underway on Sunday. In the TBT as they take on, heard that, an alumni team from Marshall. And as you uh, as you guys are now back in for a second year, how rewarding is it? Because, again, it was a lot of work to try and get into the TBT. You were denied a few times, finally got in last year. But how rewarding is it to, to finally be a part of this?
1: It's extremely rewarding, and I have to give uh, Joe a ton of credit. He works super tirelessly getting all the logistics and everything and being kind of the contact point through TBT. But uh, – Leading up to it, we have our uh, issues and stuff like that that can be frustrating. <laughs> but now that we're here with these guys, it's it's incredible experience, and Sunday will be the same. So it's a lot of
0: hard work, isn't it?
1: It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's rewarding. Like I said, once we yeah. get to be here with these guys, it's
0: it's great. We're back in the gym doing what we love. You know. Do you kind of let them do what they want to do, or do you have set stuff that, that you call for them? We have a few things, okay. you know. I'd like to put
1: them in certain situations uh, where hopefully we can succeed. But as I mentioned, these guys are they're professionals. You know, they're they're high-level basketball players. They know how to play. Um, so I let them do what they want. I don't want to get in their way, but uh, I use my experiences to kind of put them in situations where we can succeed.
0: Okay, Dre, get up and walk. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Dre took a little spill. We, yeah, let's hopefully I think he's okay. <laughs> I think he's good. My heart sunk for just a little bit. Mine I'm sure as well. yours did. My heart missed a the beat there. <laughs> we're, uh, we're talking to Kevin Albright. He's the head coach of the Founding Fathers, and you know, with this tournament, to, to get a taste of it a year ago and, and be so close um, to winning. It seems, and talking to to a bunch of guys, it just seems like that's fueled them. I'm sure it's fueled you just to have that experience and and know you were so close. Absolutely. Every time we step on the court, you know, we're competing to win the game.
1: Uh, But last year, like I said, the circumstances where we're just showing up, we had a couple new pieces. Um, Our expectations were to compete and to win for sure, Um, but we we didn't really know what the expectations were, you know. So this year um, we know what to expect. We know we can play with the best, and uh, we're coming to win some games. Is it crazy to be back in this building and, and, and having a training camp here? Is this exciting? Well, this is incredible. We spent a lot of time down the street <laughs> yes, in Convo, <laughs> which we love. We all love Convo dearly. Uh, but this facility is unbelievable, and the JMU program has been great to us, um, allowing us to use it. But, no, this, this facility is awesome. Finish that one, RC. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: <laughs> Ron just missed a dunk. <laughs> it's too early for an old man like him, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know when you um, when you when you went to to go about putting this team together, you and you and Joe talk about kind of the were, were these the guys you were looking for? Is that kind of you wanted to look at, at Ron and Dre
1: and guys like that? Absolutely. So some of our first calls were AJ, Devon, Ron, and Dre. Um, they're guys from the thirteen team. That's mm-hmm. where we kind of our relationships are the strongest. You know, and other guys we've reached out to a bunch of people. You know, Andre Semenov, Tom Vodanovic, uh, a lot of guys on the on the list. So. Um, we started with JMU alum, and these guys all play pro. And whether it's not the NBA, they've had great careers overseas. And um, so we have a pretty big pool to pick from. Uh, but yeah, they were our core guys. You know, bringing that 2013 team back together. Um, those are the ones, kind of with the longest careers so far. Yeah. So it, it was easy to target them.
0: And talking with some of those guys, and then talking with Jason Craig who was around that time, also. If that team could have stayed together, wow. I mean, it it could have been really special, couldn't it have been? Yeah. I mean, it was special to begin with. We had a good mix of seniors
1: and and freshmen. But, yeah, those young guys, if they could have stayed together, um, you would would think they could have done something special, but we never know. You never know. know. So we can always (laughs) – we can wonder. We can
0: wonder. I'm guessing you really enjoyed your time here, didn't you? Loved it. Loved it. I
1: spent a lot of years here. I had great memories from it, uh, a lot of life experiences. So uh, I have nothing but good things to say about JMU. i one of the biggest endorsers. What are you doing now? Uh, so I'm back in New Jersey. I was doing some coaching with Rowan University, mm-hmm. um, which is a Division three. So a couple of guys out here played for me at Rowan. So they've been great to kind of fill in
0: um but yeah stay around the game you know i love coaching love being involved absolutely we're talking to kevin albright he's the head coach of the founding fathers they get set to open up coming up on sunday against heard that the team from marshall and ron looks pretty good doesn't he yeah ron does
1: (laughs) we're gonna rely on him he's oh there you go he's a great athlete great pro and he's really taking his game to the next level has it been
0: fun for you to see guys like Dre and ron and everybody else um start to really excel and and, and talking to those guys, get to higher leagues overseas, I'm guessing you keep up with them. But that's got to be fun to see them just knowing them, knowing who they were back then. Sure,
1: sure. I've seen them grow a lot. Absolutely. And it's, it's interesting because we're all the same people. You know, we mature and we get older and we have more experiences. But um, they've excelled as professionals. Dre's got a contract next year in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, which is an awesome opportunity for him. Ron's bounced around. So, no, it's been really rewarding to watch their growth and follow their careers uh, on and off the court, yeah. you know, their personal lives as well. They're, they're great
0: guys. They're all a lot different, aren't they, from <laughs> when you knew them back in college. Yeah, but some different responsibilities yes. come along the way, but they're they're awesome. For sure. You know, as you guys get set for, uh, for the Heard That team, the Marshall alumni team, How much do you dive into the scout and and, and take a look at that team and their roster do you do a lot of that yeah
1: absolutely we have a scouting report and we've watched some video on them Uh, they've got some experience in the tournament so we know what they are we know what they're capable of everyone's roster is different every year Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah we've prepared for them we know what to expect we know what tendencies they get to and what we want to take away Uh, but at the end of the day we're going to control what we can you know so it's been great to be in the gym together and get some reps together and if we do what we can i think we'll be all
0: right yeah absolutely i'm sure you you probably kind of peek ahead at some of the teams you could be playing too don't you yeah a little bit we take it one game at a time so uh we know who's in our region we know possible matchups in the future but we're just kind of focused on herd for the time being Yeah, for sure no doubt about that you know dre um he's grown up so much too just talking to him the other day but uh, how about his game and uh, and what you see out of him it's awesome. He's always uh,
1: been a tremendous athlete, but as he's gone over overseas and become a professional, his game's kind of slowed down a little bit, so he still mm-hmm. has elite athleticism. But his reads and he spent some time coaching, so uh, he's really got a different view for the game. So
0: uh, to see that growth has been great. I know you had to add some, some size early, or right at the <laughs> right before you guys played a year ago but uh, now now you've had your roster solidified for a while I'm guessing that helps going into this year doesn't it definitely so we
1: knew what to expect Brandon played with us last year and was a great presence inside um, and this year we added Desmond uh, who's had a great overseas career and we've just gotten to know him via zoom calls and then finally we get to meet in person for training camp and he's been awesome he's been awesome kind of assimilating to the group and being some some size inside and rebounding so he's been great we're excited to have him aboard
0: how does it work to get some of the non-jmu guys i'm guessing it's just relationships with some of the the guys you have on your team isn't it that's it it's networking who's played who in different leagues or different countries or maybe who
1: knew each other growing up or in college or who was coached by the same it's just networking and And who knows who yeah no it's doubt. a small community there's a lot of people but there's a small community
0: at the end of the day there's no question no no doubt about that have you been paying attention to the to the rest of the the regions of, as some of those have gotten underway i have i've watched it um i've watched the rucker region the
1: that was Omaha pretty cool wasn't it it was cool it was a neat experience <laughs> so we knew it was going to be in rucker a little while ago and i just kind of talked to our team it was an awesome experience obviously the history and tradition uh outside at rucker park but I'm glad to say we're playing inside. Yeah. So I'm glad we're back <laughs> in West Virginia. There was a rain delay last Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first ever in the TBT. But. but yeah, I've tried to watch the games, get some ideas, and the Elam ending is unique, so to see how each team approaches it differently is uh, a learning for me as well.
0: Good good segue. I wanted to go there with you, because I, I do love the Elam ending, where, again, I, I was telling our listeners, you know, they add eight points, under four, you add eight to the, to the leading team, and then the first to get to that, that target score is the winner, but there's no fouling down the stretch or just trying to get stops and, and if you can get some stops you can rally and do it do you like the Elam ending I love it I love it so
1: we all grew up playing on the playground and you play games to seven whether it's ones and twos twos and threes and it values playing defense and getting a stop and and really getting down to business at the end of the game so it's not as much gamesmanship as far as fouling and stuff like that there's still that but I like just kind of the pure basketball of it. You know, Mm -hmm. there's not this hack-a-shack or anything at the end. And (laughs) and every game on a game winner is pretty exciting too. So you really – it also forces you throughout the game to value every possession, which if you value every possession, you put yourself in a good chance to win. So uh, you don't want to get down too too deep going into the Elam ending. So it, I think it makes the entire game a little bit more intense and interesting and competitive.
0: How do you have, – have you kind of researched and seen what other coaches do uh, and how they attack the Elam ending? Do you do anything different down the stretch with that? Uh, don't do anything different. The message
1: just kind of gets a little bit heightened as far as getting stops um, and valuing possessions. So – That's my kind of philosophy the whole way through is we want to get good shots, high percentage shots. You know, if you get more shots, more possessions, you're in a better chance to win the game. So especially down the stretch, uh, you don't want to force uh, some contested ones because it
0: costs you a possession, which could matter in a game to eight or when they reach in the target score. Yeah, no question about that. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. so much for having me. It was nice to me. see you today and meet you. And, uh, again, I wish you the best luck coming up next week. Thank you. Thank you for covering us. Thank you for coming out today.
1: We appreciate all the exposure you're getting us. Absolutely. Thank, thank
0: you, you, Kevin.